we gather on this Divine Mercy Sunday, a Sunday that uh, Pope John Paul II, St. John Paul II, has uh, designated uh, for remembering Divine Mercy as uh, um, uh, requested by our Lord to St. Faustina. Uh, he uh, declared this 22 years ago, a little bit of a delay uh, um, since it was almost 50 years after uh, St. Faustina had received that, that message. We call to mind that mercy is a divine attribute. It is, uh, we hear in John's Gospel, that God is love, and love and mercy are uh, different sides of the same coin. Justice, we, we perhaps know, is giving somebody what they deserve. Mercy is giving somebody what they need in order to thrive. And that mercy is what uh, drives today's readings, actually. Uh, just under the surface. We have in our first reading uh, the, uh, the, the apostles and how the disciples uh, came together, lived together, and, and some would accuse them of communism. It, it isn't that at all. It was a willful uh, giving to each other, helping each other, supporting each other, and an idyllic life. But the main thing that they did was they went to the temple for prayer, where they would pray the psalms and they would hear the readings, uh, uh, usually of the first five books of of our Bible, the Pentateuch. And then they would go to their place and they would break bread. And we might might be tempted to think, well, that's just a regular kind of, they're just breaking bread, they're just having a meal. But in in the Greek, that breaking bread is only used in, well, two contexts. One is in a liturgical context, as Jesus at the Last Supper took bread, he blessed it, he broke it, he gave to them, saying, this is my body. So it was Eucharistic. And following on that, uh, we have uh, perhaps the reference in today's uh, first reading again. We have that twice, the breaking of the bread. Again, we might be tempted until we look at the, uh, the other context in which it was used, where we hear of the apostles bringing bread to Jesus as uh, they were on that hillside. Uh, there was 5,000 to be fed, and they only had the five loaves and the two fish, and they gave the bread to Jesus, who took it, broke it, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them. And that's a foreshadowing of the Eucharist. There's other words in, in the rest of Scripture, other words that are used for breaking and other, other phrases and other idioms that are used for um, having a meal together, but not breaking bread. What the apostles are talking about, what St. Luke is recording in today's first reading, is the Eucharist. And did you note that they were having it daily? They were participating in the liturgy of the Word daily and the Eucharist daily that they understood that the Lord in his mercy wanted them to celebrate and to receive that sign of his death and resurrection, not just once a week, not just once a month or once a quarter, once a year or once, but daily. That God's mercy is everlasting. And as we hear in the Book of Wisdom, it's renewed His mercy is renewed every morning. That mercy that God wants to give us. And again, it's that mercy that drives today's uh, gospel reading, too. 
we we have first of all the hear about the apostles gathered in that first Easter evening. They're gathered for fear of the Jews behind locked doors, and Jesus comes into their midst. Peace be with you. He gives them his mercy. Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. He gives them the ability to forgive sins. Again, mercy. But poor Thomas, wherever he was that night, he wasn't with the other apostles. Maybe he wasn't afraid. Maybe he had other errands. Maybe whatever it is. Whatever reason it was, he was not there. And and because of that, when the apostles tell him, we have seen the Lord, he says, I can't believe. And because of that, he's given the, the nickname Doubting Thomas. And I don't think he was a doubter. After all, if you tell me somebody who died three days ago is suddenly up walking around, I wouldn't be irrational for saying, I don't believe it. It is difficult to believe. And he makes this request, I cannot believe unless I put my finger into the nails of his hands, the nail marks of his hands, and and put my hand into his side. And when Jesus appears to them the next week, notice that Thomas is not going to miss it. He's not going to miss twice in a row. Jesus doesn't chide him, doesn't condemn him, doesn't scoff at him. He says, go ahead. If you need proof, go ahead and put your finger into the nail marks. Put your hand into my side. And even though Jesus had a resurrected body, we could, we could talk about whether Jesus would have experienced pain of having that, those wounds probed again. But Jesus was willing to risk it because of mercy. And Thomas never does put his finger into the nail marks or his hand into the side, but he believes, my Lord and my God. And then Jesus calls him. Have you believed, come to believe, because you have seen me? Jesus is telling us that we are blessed when we believe without seeing him. We do not see him with our eyes, and uh, he longs, he desires to give us mercy. And sometimes that mercy is so easy to overlook. We forget how the Lord is merciful. And maybe that's why, in his mercy, he asked St. Faustina to ask that this day be dedicated to divine mercy, to help us to remember that his mercy is renewed day after day, that he gives himself to us. I cannot help but overlook that so many of us are locked in our homes. So many of us are fearful not of the Jews, not of uh, the, the, the authorities, but of this virus. But Jesus in his mercy wants to come to each one of us this day and to be aware that the resurrected Lord can come through any locked door. So let us welcome his mercy into our lives, into our hearts, to know that he longs to give us not just what we deserve, but what we need to thrive. He wants to give us his love. He wants us to give us his mercy.
and his mercy endures forever.